invite Susan Brown. Ladies and gentlemen, Susan Brown is a front runner of the Australian laughter movement. She's an international laughter ambassador, global teacher of laughter yoga. She's focused on mental health and the youth. Let's welcome Susan Brown and the benefits of laughter. Susan, are you there? Oh yes, I like to read that. How are you today? Uh, very good, thank you. I've had a very busy day talking, talking, so I've got to learn to just relax with it today because sometimes my tongue races or my head races, so it's all about just making sure that the two then join up for this webinar tonight. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how you do all that technology stuff. <laughs> You're amazing. It's all good. Now, Susan, we have some listeners here, which um, they will have the opportunity to ask yourself and myself some questions today on this live webinar. So what I would like to say, because week one was all about the importance of laughter in our life, and week two was all about living with happiness compared to living with enjoyment. Now, if we go back to week one, let's highlight the most important bits there. First and foremost, before we go there, can you tell us and all the listeners, why did you become that laughter yogi or the laughter, as I call you, expert? Because Susan is not only my friend, she was my former teacher when I became a laughter therapist and then she taught me how to train others as well. And there's many, many, many wonderful um, other beautiful things that Susan's done, not only in Australia but overseas. Susan, what did you become this person full with laughter? Well, well to be quite truthful, Teresa, which was interesting. Um, I actually was in a very, very super sad state and I went to a positive thinking course and they said that go and find your gift. So I pondered on that and I thought and thought and thought and I thought I was an average mom, an average wife, an average, I was miss average and I didn't actually think I had a special gift until one of the girls that I was going to the court with, she said to me, you know, you haven't found your gift, you've got to get your laughter. Everywhere you go, we don't see you, we see you laugh. And that's when I then went, well, yes, my, my mum did give me her laugh. My mum had passed away. And um, and then I thought, well, yeah, that's true, I do have that laugh. So I started then, what I just said then immediately was how can I give my gift back to the world? And as you know, when you ask to receive, and so I started this uh, wonderful current in life where all these things uh, started being attracted to me. I started studying psychology and more, I started studying the brain. I, I started studying laughter and and so much so that it, 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 it got into my blood so much that this, this, this 
thing called laughter is absolutely it is so true what they say that laughter is a medicine. So I then went all over the world in different spots and practiced laughing with strangers on trains, in public transport, um, uh, I received anger at an airport, I witnessed a man speaking for the first time, I witnessed a young man who was a hood, a hoodlum, who used to bash people up, take videos of the incident and go back and the gang would laugh. That whole gang transformed around and became laughers, true story. Wow. And that gang leader is a father, a beautiful, beautiful, responsible father, and he owes it all to his willingness to encourage laughter in his life. So I could go on and on and on with all those, those beautiful testimonies, but to answer your question, um, Teresa, uh, adversity, I would say, is what brought me to laughter. Beautiful. And what do you want to actually leave a legacy of before the end of our like your lifetime you know we all have a time when we turn around and say I I know I'm here for a reason not a season and even though you found your reason what would you like to leave the masses of people Oh, sorry. What would you like to leave the masses of people? Because we're all here for a reason, not a season. So what would you like to leave before we end our lives? What would your purpose be? And what would be your message that you would like to leave the masses of people before your time is up? Okay, well, um, what I would like to leave and let people know that, you know, uh, uh, mission here really is to live in joy, live in joy and, and start looking at life in a different way and stop complaining about things and start actually appreciating things that you have in your life, as small as they may be. And, and when I say small as they may be, it might be just the fact of being able to uh, you live in a house or you, you, you've got help or just focusing on things you have in your life and when you start focusing on them you start changing the outcomes in your life because what you think you attract and choosing words especially choosing words in your life choosing empowering words rather than disempowering words for example you take calm and you say, I can, and I am. These things empower us, and it changes our physiology inside, our cells can change when we're positive. We become stronger, we get more determined, we get more courageous, we become positive, we become so like, passionate with the joy of knowing that when you are a happier person and a happier you, you attract happier people in your life. So what I would like to leave people in my absence when I leave is the fact to learn to laugh it off and live life 
loving and lasting. Beautiful. And you did say in week one, too many people are too serious in today's society. Could you explain that one again too, please, Susan? Um, in life, you find that when children are little babies, Exactly. And I remembered also, Susan, we mentioned that uh, children today would laugh between 400 and 500 times per day. Can you remember how many times that adults would laugh per day, Susan? Well, yes. Us humans are flat out laughing 15 times a day, Teresa. Wow. 15 times only. And that's some people and whether it is silent laughter or whether it is you know internal laughter or whether it is whatever types of laughter you know you don't actually have a good belly laugh you know with a friend or with a family member a lot per day these these days Okay. That's that's very short. Yes. So you add that up, and then we do fifteen of those. <laughs> that is. And that's if we do do that. That's, I mean, that fifteen is a is an out there figure. There's not many of us laugh a lot these days. That's so I mean, sad. You have know, a good, hearty laugh, like you said. Exactly, and you know what? Laughter shouldn't be about or being happy or living with enjoyment and you know every day it's not about waiting for somebody to tell us a joke or for somebody to act in a you know silly way laughter should be as we said also should equal gratitude and how do we get gratitude as we know it's very much to do with forgiveness equals gratitude what do you want to say about living with gratitude there? Well, when you live with gratitude, 
you feel like you've won the lottery every day. That's true. And when you feel like that, the body then reacts in such a beautiful, positive way. And see, looking at looking, you go to any of these life coaches, their aim is to get us to be happy and contented, isn't it? That's to be happy and to learn to have um, better thoughts, use better words, which in turn give you better feelings. And also, when you do good deeds, good deeds for people. And that's the other part, of, and that gives you gratitude because it's a win-win when you feel gratitude. You feel gratitude for what you're doing and giving to someone, and they feel gratitude in return back, and it's a win-win situation. So when you focus on being grateful for what you have, grateful for what you haven't, you just celebrate your blessing. Beautiful. Thank you, Susan. And, you know, gratitude comes from a place of living in the present. And when one lives in the present moment, they get to appreciate. And when you appreciate, you get to actually up your heart. You actually get to accept, you know, everything for what it is. And I often say to clients as well, check in on oneself. Check in where are you placing your magnifying glass? So I often say as well, if you pretend you have an invisible magnifying glass at the back of your pocket and then you pull that out and then on the right hand side is all the positivity, on the left is all the negativity in one's life. So are you highlighting the positive things in your life or are you highlighting the negative? And if you are in the negative side, switch it. Switch over like you're turning on the light or you're turning off the light. You know, like going from bright or going to dark. Which side do you want to be? And it all comes from, if we change our thoughts, our lives will change. And you know, it's all about checking in because if we check in, we are being responsible, but we are in the present moment. What would you have to say about that, Susan? Yes, well, I'd say that um, to, like, to harness our power, and, and we, we, we need to align our thoughts and words and feelings and, and, and the thing that is about life is I believe life is all about having fun. You know, and when you're fully connected to source, you are, you know, you're really totally and completely joyful. So, um, you know, to me, it's like about making your lifelong ambition to be 100% joyful. And by doing that, how you do that is by changing your thought, just like Therese, like you said, you can change. Just, this is interesting. Just like you, we made a, we, we formed a thought, right? When we, when we get a thought, a thought comes into our head, and when we get a thought, it, it, we, we, uh, we think about it and we analyze it sometimes. I say, you know, the only thing we're ever dealing with is 
sport and the sport can be changed. Just like we base the sport on a belief that supported us back then, sometimes we carry that sport with us and it sabotages our joy because it no longer enhances our life and we've hung on to it for too long. So just like we formed the thought and like people just saying going from dark to light, you know, you know, you wake up in the morning and, and you can feel and you've got a choice. What's my day going to be like today? Now you could go into your, into your sad file and you could get sad thoughts and you know that that will make you sad. But then you've also got another choice. You can choose to stay there and be sad or you can just then flip it over, just like you said, Teresa, and flip it over as quick as flicking your finger and say, hang on, no, that's not a good thought to me. That's not going to empower my life. I'm going to say now, I am so grateful I'm, I've woken up and I'm so grateful I've got that day ahead of me. Exactly. And, yeah. Oh, beautiful. And you know what? As you said, a thought is a choice a choice is a decision so we still choose whether we do something or we choose not to do something so that is switching it as well so we should really really respect oneself be kind as you said in week one as well so living with laughter is all about living appreciating understanding switching but being happy in the moment and as we said also in week two the difference between living with happiness and also compared with living with enjoyment now we discussed that enjoyment had a lot to do with it's that extreme happiness over happy but enjoyment comes from long term and it's emotional where happiness is short-term and it's physical so I said to Susan Susan I can buy you a car and Susan would have been really happy or she could win the gold lotto or something and that's short-term because once she gets used to driving that car the happiness becomes normal and it doesn't become a normal emotion it just becomes I'm actually now, what would you call it, Susan? I'm now in, you know, if it just becomes a norm and you're in the happiness, you said it beautifully last week. Could you say, or could you explain it in your words, please? Yes. Um, it, it's like, um, it's like um, it's the... I've just kind of lost the <laughs> Okay. So the difference between happiness and enjoyment. So as I said, enjoy. Yes, Um, it adds to the flavor of happiness 
And I've just tried to define the difference between joy and enjoyment. Uh, um, I'm sorry, um, happiness and enjoyment. It's kind of they they go part and parcel together, really. They're not separate, but they they link together to make you feel joyful. Exactly. So happiness comes and first. One, one thing um, is like one will make you. You know, like someone's trash is someone's treasure. So when you when you're finished with that car that you gave, when I'm finished with that car that you gave me, yes. when I pass that on to someone else, it's shiny and bright and beautiful for them. But and it's and and when when you when she has it or he has it for a certain time, the shine will go off that too. So it's not so much. Getting things we want that make us happy it is matters being happy for what we already have. Beautiful. That's what you said last week as well, and I loved it. And, you know, again, whether we want something, we become happy. And then on top of that, once we actually learn to live with the feeling of enjoyment, and I said last week, for an example, I remember when I was quite young and I loved my roller skates and my bike riding. I was in the era where we all played outside and all the kids used to come and meet in the, like in the streets. The boys used to play their cricket and their football where the girls used to be on their bikes and roller skating. And I remember we had this hill and we used to go on the top of the hill and riding the bikes and I would have my legs up in the air, my arms up in the air and I just used to roll down that, that hill. So the enjoyment was for me the feeling of contentment. And when I think about it and I'm, you know, a middle-aged woman and I think about it and I think that feeling will never go away. And for some people, when they were young and maybe their parents said to them, hurry up, get dressed, put on your soccer clothes and football boots and your dance outfits and let's go, get in the car. It wasn't enjoying by getting dressed. You didn't enjoy the moment of that. But going there and once you're in that dance class or you're actually playing that sport, the feeling of what you loved nobody can take away so how should we live is with that feeling which is that extreme feeling of happiness so as we said you know happiness is short term and enjoyment is long term and basically it's where do we want to be what do we want to take out of that to you know take to our future life and also teach our children to live with enjoyment susan what do you say about that yes um it's about like as you said i feel if you have like start the day with an intention to you know to have it like intend to experience joy and and every like Expect it, and as you seek it, like that, things things do surprisingly come into your life. Correct, exactly. Yes. 
look at everything through eyes as they say don't look at one another as a person look deep down inside of everybody and look for their soul speak to their soul and then you know the same with mother nature when you look at you know the nature and go out in the nature as Susan said gratitude as well for everything from the time you wake up so Susan's actually got a program here as well which is called the seven day love laughter gratitude and giving program and this is free for everybody and where you can actually find it and we had it up for week one and week two and you can actually see it on the top right hand side of the screen you'll see um, Teresa's community and it's a drop-down menu please feel free to go and grab that and Susan if you don't mind explaining it's a seven-day program please if you don't mind explaining the benefits of that and what you are giving away okay so I developed this program to train the brain into experiencing good things rather than dwelling on things not so good so I just I decided to start the day by laughing so I this is a what you would call a seven-day challenge. There's a lot of challenging going on out here in the world these days, challenging business, challenging different things. So I say let's get our brains in and let's laugh in the morning to enhance the endorphins in our body, get our, our body into a happy state to start the day. So this um, challenge only goes for seven days. So choose a day and decide to commit to it and you will be amazed after seven days how your physiology, how your thinking, how your whole being will have changed just in the new seven days. And this is it. You wake up and first before you open your eyes, you breathe. Then you, then you show your teeth and you smile and you fake it, you hold the smile because what happens when you hold this smile the cheeks raise up and they send the endorphins down that make the body feel good so all these endorphins as I go through the body they start, you know, giving you just permanent and all the dopamine and the body goes into a higher state of the forehead so that, these muscles in the cheeks are the ones that um, let the brain know that you want to be happy. So we're, into, we're up to a smile. Now we start to do a little bit of a sound and it could be like a chuckle. And then you inhale and close your, I mean, open your eyes, stretch your arms above your head and yawn, and then you let out a laugh. Now, it's not easy to do this in the morning because the body's just come out of a slumber state. So what we need to do is fake it. And fake laughter is amazing because even the brain doesn't know the difference between fake laughter and real laughter at the start. So then um, put your feet onto the ground. Inhale as you stand up. Put your hands above the up wide up above your head because that's when the body can take the most oxygen here, you know, into the lungs. 
open your hands straight up. And so you inhale through the nose and then as you, as you expel the air out of your lungs, you laugh it out as you bend over into a bending position. And you put your hands on your thighs and you laugh down into the ground because you're bending forward. And then you laugh, 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 and it could be like, ha, 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 ha. It can be fake laughter, as I said. Then you take yourself to the shower or the bathroom, wherever you do your hygiene, and look in the mirror and have a laugh at yourself. Look at yourself in the eyes and have a laugh. And then when you're in the shower, wash yourself. And as you're washing, laugh, because the acoustics in there are fantastic. And... And you can laugh in the shower, that'll give you your extra dose of say, your, your laughter quota for the day. And then you write down three things that you're grateful for each day for seven days. Eat something new every day. Three, uh, three things every morning. And then when you go before you go to bed, write down three ways I gave today. Now this is important because it's about in the giving, not so much about what's in it for me, but it's in the giving. But when you go and then you give, include this, write down three things and three ways I gave today and include yourself in that. It could be I allowed myself to read a book, I allowed myself to sit down and have a coffee. It could be I had time out for me. Anything, but we also reward ourselves. So after we do that for, for, for the um, just a week, as I said, you will notice an amazing, amazing difference. And one week isn't a hard, isn't a hard thing to uh, accomplish. One week to, to do the challenge. So I challenge you all to do this and not take my word for it, but actually feel it. And once you start to know how easy it is to feel good, is when you're actually not even feeling good, because this puts your brain into being good. And then it starts a pattern going. And after those seven days, it's up to you then. You can then continue to do this for the rest of your life. And it'll, it'll just enhance your life a, a, a zillion times. So happy challenging everyone. And as, as Teresa said, she's kindly put that up there for you. And, um, and it's very, very simple and easy to do. With astounding results. Oh, thank you, Susan, for allowing us to have your program. And as we all know, these webinars are free. Please tell your friends, uh, join us each week, same time, same place, different topics always. Uh, but looking at the seven days uh, program, as we call it, it's so, so good. I've done it. We did a challenge last week. And we said, who would like to join us? Please, listeners, there's four of you on right now who's live. This will be recorded as well for those people who've missed it. Um, please join us as well. So let's do the challenge together. So once again, where to find it? It is in my communities. And you'll see there it's got Teresa's communities. Um, just feel free to open that. Go where it says drop down menu and then you will find it's one page of the seven day information or seven day menu.
Susan, thank you for that. And really, really quickly, could you actually do a laughter exercise for us all? And everyone to join, please. Alright, so all we have to do to get ourselves to laugh without any jokes is give ourselves permission. And that permission takes away the silly feeling that we sometimes get when we think, you know, we're being silly and laughing without a reason. So this is, let's laugh because we can. So, on the count of three, we're just going to give ourselves permission to laugh because we can. You ready? Yes. One, two, three. It is, you know, it rolls from one person to another. Please, so Susan, share what you did in the shopping centre that time that you expressed about going to a shopping centre in... Um, uh, that's right, exactly. Could you express that story? Yes, yeah, this was great. Every year, uh, people, we've got, we celebrate World Laughter Day on the 1st. Sunday in May, and one May we did a laugh to celebrate last of World Laughter Day at a, at a shopping centre, and I didn't get any permission, I just organised some fellow laughers to gather together in the small, and I sat down at a coffee shop, and I, I, by the way, I organised for the uh, TV cameras to come in because I wanted this to be spread to places as we could to just, you know, get people to learn to laugh more. So I started laughing. I, 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 I ordered a coffee and I'm sitting on my own. I just picture this. The whole cafe is full and there's a, another level above us um, in, the, in the mall. And so I sat on my own, started drinking a coffee and when I put it down, I started laughing or I started chuckling. And then I started increasing it, and then I ended up having a walk as well. Well, the people, you should have seen when the camera is uh, stands around the restaurant or the cafe, how their faces, what the, you know, shock and horror and stuff. <laughs> and they're like, what on earth is she on about this woman? Anyway, it just got louder, and, 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 and then it started being contagious, and then also then there started to be a gathering of people up on the next level, and they're all looking over the balcony, laughing. And then in the shops, all that was surrounding us, they all started laughing, and it was an absolute huge success. And we ended up getting wonderful coverage on television, and it it um. There was a lovely, actually, story. One of the ladies um, at the coffee shop, she said to me, do you know, if you had told me today, I would have been laughing. I would have just, wouldn't have agreed with you, she said, because I've 
up here to the Sunshine Coast to help me um, with my sadness because I've not long lost my husband and to a sickness. And I was feeling really glum and they decided to bring me up just to have, you know, just to get me out of Brisbane for the time being. So they said that they just laughed uncontrollably. And the woman who was the widow, she said, I just cannot believe it. She said, and I feel so light. I feel like this big, big weight has been lifted off me. And the master made me feel light. And it wasn't being disrespectful. Because did you know that there's even some places in the world where they actually go to a funeral and they howl and they cry 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 and then they're crying, they're wailing, eventually turns into laughter, a higher pitch, and it's to rejoice knowing that they are going to a better place. Oh, wow. That's beautiful. Yeah, so that was a great experiment at the, uh, it goes into a long story, that one. So that was the short version. Beautiful. Thank you for sharing that, Susan. And the benefits of laughter. I know that I actually have asthma and I know laughter opens up my lungs. It is so good in all different areas. I know circulation. And listeners, do you believe that laughter actually makes you younger? Because it does. And Susan, would you like to explain the benefits inside, like internally and externally, of everybody's body. Could you do that for us, please? Yes, so actually, you know, laughter, it, it, it's healing to the brain, to the body, and there's very few side effects. And it can even be used anywhere for any reason, but almost any time. Um, you don't even need any elaborate equipment. Um, there's no cholesterol. And it burns calories, it's fat free. That's true. <laughs> There's no cost. And it's easy peasy to access and it's safe. And and what happens inside it, it's like giving your body an internal shock. So when you actually laugh, you are getting rid of the old residual air out of your lungs. And then when you laugh, you'll notice that you'll laugh, 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 and that's all expulsion. Filling the air out, and then all of a sudden, naturally, your body and lung crave to the oxygen again, and it, and so in you take a breath, a natural breath. So you just try that. You laugh and you laugh, and it get, and it expels that old air. You see what happens when we see the laughter actually encourages the oxygen to flow through the blood, and that's why we call it giving it a a, 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 an internal job because it's circulation it circulates the blood through the body in turn taking the oxygen here there and everywhere and it actually then energizes us and then we start to feel happy because the endorphins have come down and the whole body goes into this beautiful state of dysphoria and this Oxygen's hitting the blood and we feel vibrant. Beautiful. Well put as well. Thank you so much. 
And as we all know, when we actually laugh, whether it is a short laugh, a long laugh, a belly laugh, an internal laugh, laugh, as we call it, the silent laugh, or the fake laugh, because it's fake it until you make it. And laughter is all about that. Um, but we feel so good afterwards and we feel refreshed. And people who are going through, doesn't matter what in life, or doesn't matter what you've, you've been diagnosed with, um, it still comes down to the present moment, living in the moment, staying still, enjoying the present moment, and then the after effect is amazing. And that's enjoyment. So, please laugh because you can. Please laugh whenever. Laugh out aloud. Don't feel foolish. Don't worry about other people. Who's watching, who's listening, who's whatever. Just laugh because the benefits of it is amazing. And that is why we've started the series of the wellness series, Who Am I? With week one, week two and week three as we are here today in reviewing the importance of laughter. So just looking at also here, the eight dim uh, dimensions of wellness. There are so many different dimensions. One, the emotional. Two, the environmental. Three, the financial. Four, the in intellectual. Five, the occupational. Six, the physical. And seven, the social, spiritual. So as we link wellness within being happy, living with laughter. Number nine should actually be laughter. You know, happiness, there's 30 habits for happiness. Number one, being kind. Number two is eat well. Number three, as they said, is exercise. Meditate, be honest. Dream big, be patient. Judge less. Smile often. Love yourself. Forgive easily. Show gratitude. Think positively. Drink lots of water as well, especially in today's society. All of us are feeling tired because of the heat and it's the heat around Australia. So, you know, gratitude with oneself, self-love as well. Number 15, believe in yourself. Keep an, an open eye. Put your needs first. Don't make excuses. Speak well of others and that includes yourself. Listen to understand, listen to hear. Choose faith over fear. And faith, whether you're religious or not, faith means unknown belief. Have a belief system that no matter what you believe, it will all work out fine. Number 22, make the most of now. Number 23, exercise self-discipline. Look on the bright side, avoid social comparison. See failure as opportunity. Don't take opinions to heart. Select friends that lift you up. That's important. Let go of what can't be changed. And number 30, have a healthy sleepy, sleeping pattern. And when we link all of this with laughter, as we say laugh often for the reason that Laughter is the best medicine out there. And we often say, or I say, 
Laughter is number one in life. Focus on that. And then number two to me is water.